0: Welcome to the Body Electric Podcast. This is episode 25. Uh, It's October 7th. And uh, my guest today is a great guitar player named Andrew James Barker. Uh, Andrew and I go way back. We went to Humber College together many, many, many years ago. And uh, he's a left-handed guitar player. He's a great jazz player. But uh, he's actually gone in, in a bunch of different directions with his playing. And he's got a new album coming out called The Gunslinger. Uh, which is c- kind of hard to describe, um, so I'll just kind of let you uh, hear what he has to say about it. Um, but long story short, it's, uh, it's really interesting. It's uh, all inspired by Stephen King, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, anyway, I hope everyone's doing well. Um, I'm going to have uh, the great Lauren Lofsky on my next episode, which I'm really excited about, so I hope you'll tune in for that too. And yeah, enjoy this, uh, the program and uh happy thanksgiving
1: andrew what's up man not much nathan long time no see you. it's good to see yeah it's good to see you, to see yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah
0: um yeah i was listening to you on the way over oh cool Yes. Yeah. Well, and yeah. uh i don't feel like i'm in toronto anymore
1: yeah it's the best yeah. part of the city it's like a little village
0: yeah yeah your area like we're we're in deep uh the deep beaches the deep right beach. very deep yeah. beach. we're almost in Whatever the next town over Scarborough. is, is Scarborough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but windy streets and like old houses and, and big trees. Yeah, love the big trees. And then listening to your brand of music, it was like, whoa!
1: I'm oh, like, cool. I'm
0: in a different world. <laughs>
1: it's like Lynchian.
0: Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> I feel out? like we wouldn't be saying that if Twin Peaks hadn't come out. We would be. Saying I haven't
1: that. seen the new episode yet. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I mean, haven't yeah, like even it. seen the old stuff. Oh, really? It's, it's pretty cool. No. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, Lynch has been coming up a lot in my life these days for some reason. Really? watched a documentary on his art. Ah. And, uh, yeah, he's a he's a cool guy, and his meditation, too. It's like oh, yeah, I didn't he's know he was a meditator. Yeah, he's a transcendental meditator for, like, oh. 30, 35
0: years. Right, right. right. Cool. Yeah. That was in vogue in, like, the 1970s, right? I, I, I don't, don't know, know so yeah, That's yeah, what the, the Beatles Ma- did, right? The Beatles did the transcendental Yeah, I think they
1: stuff, did. Right? Mahu Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. And then, like, what's his name? Uh, guitar player who played with Miles, Uh, British guy. Oh, um, John McLaughlin. Yeah, John McLaughlin. Yeah, he was—he that's the same thing, right? Mahal yeah. Hishnu? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. I think. Yeah. Neat. Apparently, it was like thirty-five bucks when Lynch started to get the course. and Now it's like fifteen hundred bucks. Aha. <laughs> but they put the money towards world peace. <laughs> right, and inflate. You know, it's inflation, right? It's, yeah, it's yeah. true.
0: Uh, well, yeah, man, it is nice to see you. It's I don't see you season, often enough. Yeah. I used to see you all the time when yeah. we went to school together, right? Yeah,
1: back in the Humber days. Yeah, that yeah. was a good time. Those were good times. I don't know yeah.
0: if I remember it right. Like I kind of remember it like it was some kind of university movie or something like that. And I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, don't I know. guess we
1: always remember things like ideally back, but yeah, all
0: the mundane stuff I forget about. It's just the uh, the fun.
1: Yeah, and and the music all the time, right?
0: Totally. Were we in guitar classes together, or maybe you were a year before me? I think I was me. a
1: year before you, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But we—I remember we like definitely like were aware of each other. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. Of course. Nemesis. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah ne- <laughs> <laughs> everyone. Yeah. Everyone who's like a good guitar player is your nemesis. Uh, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like the stupidest way to look at it. I know. It like, like you're, you should be learning from your friend. Each other all the time. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You get over that.
0: Totally. Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah,
1: so you've got a new record coming out, right? Yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's cool. called Gunslinger. Awesome. Um, yeah. it's inspired by, somewhat, it's inspired by, a lot of the songs are inspired by the Stephen King novel. Oh, cool. Um, and then there was like, I have all these other songs kicking around that I recorded previously, and I kind of cherry-picked the ones that fit thematically. Right. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. And, uh, how many records have you, have you done? Um, a bunch of different things. So um, I started out with the Lake Vernon Drowning project in like around 2004, 2005. Right, so that would be just w- when you were out of school, right? Just when I was out of school, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, maybe a couple of years. I started getting back into doing original music. Um, and uh, I think I did three albums as the Lake Vernon Drowning. And then I've done, now I've done two as Andrew James Barker. Mm. And I've got another one that I'm going to and then I worked with Bruce Peninsula for a long time, so I I think those albums count as well. So I did like two and a half albums with them or so. Right, cool. So, all yeah. right.
0: So um, so tell me about what uh, like how uh, your guitar playing has changed over the years. Like I remember you as a as a jazz player.
1: Yeah, I was huge into jazz, and I still like I still love listening to jazz. Um, but before, I was a rock guy. Like I was like mm. a, you know like I guess a lot of people. I don't think you started like that though. Just, yeah. No,
0: I played some punk
1: music. I played, right? Oh, did you? you, know? you? Okay, yeah, I cool. did. Yeah. yeah. I played like original, like all the classic rock stuff and the Beatles, just like everybody else. And and then uh, got pretty serious about jazz and did the Humber thing. Um, and then I I gigged, I jobbed around a bunch after Humber and, and, and was still like practicing like crazy. And somehow, and then, like, sort of, like, life started happening, you know, and I was just hanging out on the music scene, meeting other people, getting, like, being fascinated with, like, people who are being creative and doing original stuff, and I was like, I guess, then I heard, like, Elliot Smith, and I, I was like, well, this is kind of like Beatles, my ears are more developed now, so I'm kind of understanding what he's doing more, and I can understand how, like, all this jazz harmony, all this stuff that I've learned could maybe start to integrate that into songwriting and original music and, and find like a marriage between mm. the two. So that was like my big ambition back a couple years after Humber was like have a marriage between something music for the people while at the same time like employing like this sort of uh, education that I had that I was really into. Like I, I love like, music theory um, and playing playing around with harmony and stuff. Mm yeah that's sort of how I got into doing original music I made some like you know songwriter kind of things that were just a little bit off the beaten path or more eccentric weirder mm. um, sort of zigzagged my path along right and, he, and all, all the while
0: doing lots of sideman stuff along with do, it. yeah exactly do you yeah. Start
1: doing like jobbing stuff and then but then you know like I, I start saying oh I can't I can't do that like coffee gig anymore because like I have I'm, I got a gig in Toronto for like no money, <laughs> right? But it's like there's gonna be people there, and maybe we're gonna like you know build something. Um, and people don't they don't they stop calling right? Like after mm. like, we say no a couple of times, so slowly stop doing. People it, stop calling time. if you don't answer a text within one hour. Really? Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. It's changed a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, now I'm like it's was funny like I did like a sort of progressive rock album the last one I did as. Lake Bernard drowning and then I, I came to gunslinger and I I was just like threw my hands up and I was like you know what like I'm like a guitar player and like I'm not gonna try to show off as a guitar player mm-hmm. but I want I just want to make like a nice little instrumental album that features like the guitar as, mm-hmm. it's, as a bu- the beautiful instrument that it is yeah you
0: know? totally well I, you know I, I definitely like don't get the sense that you're dumbing it down in any way, like, you know, I feel like I could listen to that two ways, you know, I I love jazz, and I love folk music, or, Mm -hmm. you know, country music, or whatever, but, uh, and it was really the sounds, and the vibe, and the storytelling in it, I know it's an instrumental album, but the storytelling in it really got me there, but then as a guitar player, like, I, you know, there's plenty of dissonance, and there's plenty of odd things in there, it's not really... It's not simple,
1: yeah. It's not simple, no. No, it's funny how, like, I always think that about my stuff. I always think, like, once I'm done with it, I always think, like, um, and maybe it's, like, it's sort of, like you said, sophisticated in the way of, like, the sort of harmonic choices. It's not, like, flashy or anything. Right. Or maybe it's just, like, I know, you know, as a guitar player, like, we both of us like have a certain facility that you don't need to think about anymore mm-hmm. to a certain to a degree so mm. for someone who doesn't play guitar it might be a completely different impression but for sure. my impression as a guitar player played guitar for a long time it's like I, I could have like really made something hard if I wanted to but I didn't really try to, to do anything like that mm. it was just like you said tell a story mm. yeah.
0: it feels muscular to me actually like mm. just like everything's really clear mm. you know and uh you know, I I can hear some of those parts are not the easiest things to play. It's just, I don't know, everything just speaks through. I don't know how much editing you had to do to get it that clean and clear.
1: Very little. Um, Did you, like, was there ever a click? I think I did, like, there's sort of like, there's maybe four tracks on the album that are really just like, the the backbone is like an electric guitar comping and another electric guitar panned doing a melody Mm. and then sort of decorating. Those ones, I'm pretty sure I did the, the, like, that muscular kind of thing. I think I had a click. Mm probably had a click a for that right. yeah
0: yeah. like for, there's no percussion at all there's it's no just, percussion uh, at yeah. it just uh, it feels so full and propulsive hmm. you know which which I think and I've, I've tried to do a little bit of home recording myself and I've never really been able to capture that sort of feeling
1: I think it's from like all the years of doing it yeah I think I've been doing it for 12 13 years now and it's like that classic thing where you finally go like oh like I should just be like I know we just talked about that. how it's yeah. it's not simple but it's right. just like it's a guitar part that works by mm. itself it's like mm. comping it's like I don't need anything else to make it work it's not like we'll fix it in the mix or we'll get the bass player in and then it'll start to flow we'll, we'll do that it's like no it has to just each part has to work
2: mm.
0: Mm. Yeah. well why don't we play something that'd be great yeah, yeah. Well, or
1: do, did you want to do something solo first or what do you think um why not? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll do the the way station, the solo guy. So the blues that I, I wrote when I I broke a tendon in my finger, Ooh. and then I started getting into like developing like I'm left handed so supposed to developing my left hand, like my picking hand. So I got into the the alternate thumb thing Mm -hmm. and like the finger style thing a little bit more just because like this hand was like not as good anymore. Oh my gosh. But yeah so this is called the way station. It's a place in um, in the novel. Okay, so yeah this is called the way station. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, at the way station. Short and sweet. Yeah, I was thinking about doing it twice. I think when I do the, re- the release, I'm going to have, I'm going to do one time through and then have a slide player come in and like accompany the second time through. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And uh, so is that a song you would expect to hear, and the post-apocalyptic Earth kind really so. yeah, of? I think so. Yeah, I think
1: so. Yeah, it's like a Western in like this multi-dimensional way. Right. Um, and yeah, so it starts off with him like just, there's this great opening line, I, I can't quote it, but it's like, it's the gunslingers tracking the man in black across the desert. And he's so, he, he eventually he comes across the, the this place called The Way Station, and he finds like this, uh, this boy there who's like a kind of a clutch character. Um, and so it's this desolate desert world where like he just, it seems like there's nothing there. Uh, there's, like, hardly any people, and, uh, we don't know why it is that way, we don't know why no. it is that way, no, okay. it's, like, it's almost, like, in my mind, it's, like, the universe has, is being eroded, right, it's, right. it's, like, come up, it's bumping up against another universe or something that's, like, actually physically eroding that, that right. universe away, and there's just, right. like, people kind of, like, still there watching it go down, Yeah. <laughs>
0: And a little bit of brightness with a song like that, at the uh, in the saloon.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like the gunslinger, the charmer. He's like, you know, he likes women and drinking. Cool. Yeah. So, have you always
0: been uh, into fingerstyle that Um,
1: me? no. Like, that's the thing. Like, I started getting into it after I I, 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 was catching a football and like I snapped a tendon on my finger. Right. And uh, at, actually, at, at Merriam. Um, they did a showcase with this excellent like guy from like Nashville back when I was teaching there and he was like no secrets like he was there's nothing he was he was trying to hide from anybody he was like this is how you do it it was like the best seminar I've ever had on like finger style like I went home and like I I was like I'd learned so much it was just like putting the pieces together after he'd shown shown us what to do so that was probably instrumental in getting that stuff together too. Yeah. Cool. I wish I could remember his name. He was an excellent player. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Cool. So how old were you when you started playing guitar? Um, I started playing guitar probably when I was um, 11 or 12. My sister had wanted to play piano and uh, my parents didn't want to invest in the piano until she could prove herself after a year of playing guitar. And uh, she like, didn't want to play guitar. That the, there's like a right-handed guitar floating around the house all the time, so I, I obviously wanted to play guitar. Like I loved music, and uh, I didn't know how to play. So I remember like I listened to like that band, The Cult, and I figured out how to like play something off of the album on this guitar. And I called my mom at work, and I like had I played her like the, the tape and like played along with it. And was like, "Can I have guitar lessons?" She's like, "Okay, we'll talk about it when you when, when I get home." Yeah. <laughs> got me into lessons like right away I pretty much started with lessons bought an electric guitar a left-handed guitar <laughs> yeah so you are a lefty yeah I'm lefty yeah I'm pretty ambidextrous but uh, guitar always felt like the most natural left-handed right yeah because I'd always like when my neighbor had guitars and we always would just like play air guitar around as kids and it's like I just always I was actually accustomed already to holding it that way mm. so I didn't want to like switch over I kind of like regret that. I mean, I don't regret it, but financially and finding guitars is harder. But yeah. maybe I would have like a way much a way worse guitar habit. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well,
0: so tonight you're playing a uh, Heritage 175. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like flats I on there. Yeah,
1: it's flats yeah. on it. Yeah. Nice. Um, I think they call it. I don't know what they call it, but yeah, it's like a 175. It's carved top. That's uh, oh, carved top. Cool. It's carved top. Yeah. Which is pretty cool it's held together like i've had this since i was second year humber so that was a long time ago it's probably 15 years old or something now right
0: and sounds great through the trainer uh is that what i heard on the recording uh yeah the, when you had the breakup yeah 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 it's nice. the trainer
1: it's a killer ant man yeah it's like i have a, it's at the setting where you you can like do these different like usa brit like so you're the circuit gets, like, flipped, like, wh- you know, whether it's before or after the EQ or something. Oh, yeah. But if you have it in the center thing, it just kills all the EQ. It just goes, like, directly through it the circuit. And oh, it's, like, that's my favorite setting. It's, like, ballsy. Yeah. Um, Sweet. It's a cool amp. Yeah. I played a whole bunch of different amps, and uh, I was looking for sort of, like, a, what you call it, like, maybe, like, a Princeton kind of. Deluxe. I was yes. looking for like a deluxe, basically. I tried like all these different things and nothing really, like, I, I, this is like the last amp I tried just on a whim. I was like, oh, well, you know, I've heard good things. Like, I'll give it a shot. And the second I plugged it in, it was what I was looking for. That's awesome. Yeah. So did you record this album here at home? Most of it, yeah. yeah. I actually used to live just down the street, so I think some of the songs were recorded there as well. Mm. Um, and then... Um, there's stuff like there's a couple of songs that were on a soundtrack that I did a while ago so those are recorded um by other places I was in Tobacco still cool yeah but yeah I did it all myself great the, the sounds are really beautiful on that. Record. oh thanks but man
0: yeah they sound so natural and earthy and cool uh, not yeah. digital at all
1: yeah there's very like little there's like I said there's not like any real editing and there's um there's um just like basically that that mic um, the EV20 it's called or RE20 RE20 who's it? who makes it um i can't remember RE <laughs> yeah i can't remember um electrovoice yeah okay. that's why i always call it the EV the electrovoice EV20 it's a large diaphragm condenser right um oh no dynamic large diaphragm Oh,
0: it's a dynamic. It's a okay, dynamic. cool. So you use yeah. that on the. Yeah, I use
1: it. yeah. So it's basically like the fifty-seven, but like with a bigger diaphragm, and I just figure it's like a little bit, bit better of a, of a mic. So hmm. I used it. It's what Tom York uses on his vocals. Oh. Yeah. Cool. So it's cool because like, you can get that shrill. Like if you have something that's maybe a little mid-rangey or whatever, I feel like it like smooths it out in the low end a little bit. It has a nice proximity effect. Right. Yeah, cool. And what about for a preamp, uh, going into the? Oh, it's the uh, this thing's awesome. It's the Apogee
0: Duet. Oh yeah, I think yeah. I have that. Do yeah. Uh, yeah, that's with all the you can get the plugins and stuff for it.
1: Um, I don't know. I don't have any plugins for it. Oh no, I use the UAD actually. UAD oh yeah, that's awesome. Duo maybe or something. That's like the same. Yeah, those two. I was like, yeah, uh, it was one of the one of the other. Yeah. Cool. Those are good. Yeah, this one's like basically the same thing I think. Um, and then I recorded. I used Logic, and um, basically like Waves plugins to tweak things like EQs and compressors and that kind of mm. thing. Is that where the reverb comes from? Um, the reverb is a mixture of amp reverb, and I have um, I have this like I have a pedal as well, right. um, the Ghost Echo, which is pretty sweet. And then I think yeah, there's a little bit of reverb. Actually, the mastering engineer put like a tiny bit of reverb on some of the tracks too, because I hard panned things so much. He felt like there should be like, more of a blend in the middle. Mm. It turned out nice. That's yeah. Cool. And uh,
0: did you play the steel stuff too? Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Yeah.
1: It's, uh, just uh, I have like a. I think most of it is an eight-string gold tone that I have. But I have that on loan, the Rickenbacker. It's like a 1942 Rickenbacker. Ooh. And that's probably on there somewhere as well. It's a sweet guitar. Nice. Do you,
0: do you play that regularly? Is that something you do in bands you play in and stuff? Or?
1: I used to play a lot of lap steel in bands. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I used to play bass and then like switch back and forth between lap steel and bass. Um, it's a band called Bruce Peninsula. And uh, yeah, I got into lap steel because I got into home recording i was listening a lot to richard Hawley. i don't know if you know him i think so yeah definitely. he's like a british kind of nice guitar player, really nice voice and i was like how am i going to make albums like i need to have enough different instruments that are going to work and it's like well i'll get a bass and i'll get a lap steel and i'll get a midi controller and play guitar and sing and Basically, Mm. that covers like a sonic spectrum that works. Right. Are you the bass player on the album too? Yep. Nice. Yeah, I play bass. There's not a lot of bass on it. Some of it's like synth bass, but yeah, whenever there is bass guitar, I play
0: Mm. it. Cool. Yeah, the steel sounds like it's a very nice uh, other character Mm. compared to your guitar, or foil to your guitar playing. You know, and uh, I was like thinking, is that really him? Like, could he really play for himself in that sort of complimentary way? I don't know why. (laughs) Cool. Yeah, it's nice. Well, do you want to play something
1: together now? Yeah, for sure. Yes. I'd love to. Yes. What's this one called? This one's called The Man in Black. The man in Black. He's the, he's a sorcerer. He's being pursued by the gunslinger. I think I'm gonna switch axes for this. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So it's got like, sort of like I picture, I picture him like with this sort of black like sort of you know Zorro kind of cap, like all black clothing, and he's like this like mischievous kind of Sorcerer, and I thought like almost like it's kind of bossy, but almost kind of like it's got a Spanish kind of theme to it as well. You know.
0: Right. I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but to, does he finally catch this this guy?
1: Um, I can't say. You can't say. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna read a synopsis online after this <laughs> after this hang. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. All right.
1: All right. You gonna vamp in a bit. Yeah, that's a good idea. Do you want to start with the? Sure. Jim. Thanks man. Yeah, you sound great. Yeah, I was like, what's gonna happen when he gets to the C sharp over D sharp? Yeah, oh no, that's like a flat nine, right? I do it like this. Whoa. Yeah, so I do the C sharp. Oh I see. Yeah. So the C sharp see, it's minor seven. Minor seven. Oh. But then I do the Got that like what does it do it goes like oh no it goes from the C sharp minor oh I think I'm going to drop D anyways
0: right right yeah. yeah cool yeah that's cool so how did you come up with this like w- did you uh, was it the harmony that came first
1: yeah 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 it was the harmony I think yeah and then I sort of I I remember Recording, just sort of s- improvising over it cyclically until it just sort of the melody got carved out of bit. And it's mm-hmm. just, yeah.
0: That's cool. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. cool. So, like, who are your influences on the guitar? Like, I, I don't want to guess because I feel like
1: I'm going to put you in a box if I guess. Um, yeah. 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 Like, I love Jim Hall. You yeah. Know, if we're going to talk like those that, yeah. that, that uh, bad. Cool. Jim Hall was the first guy for me that um, really, like, Grab. It. I read an article with him. You, you know, I bought I bought a magazine because like there was a, it was Sonic Youth and uh, like the Red Hot Peppers and like Fishbone. All these guitar players that I really liked. At the time and then there was Jim Hall, like sitting in the middle of it. And I read the thing cover to cover. I was like, holy shit, this guy's really cool. With the stuff he's talking about. So him. Um, um, I really this album. I feel like brings out some of my influences of John Abercrombie. Mm a little bit, especially since I don't play with a pick on some of the lead stuff, Right. I get that punchy kind of finger thing. And reduction in chops. And reduction in chops, yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. just sort of like fluid little things that, uh, yeah, I think about, yeah, I think about apricromy for that,
0: Right.
1: yeah, cool. Mm -hmm. And so, uh,
0: like what kind of music have you been working on lately, like what, like on the guitar, do you still practice guitar?
1: Not really. Um, no? Like, I would li- like, I, I, I did, like, I kind of go through phases. Like, um, maybe a year ago, I was practicing. I was, like, I, I was, like, I'm going to get my chops, like, really crazy. Like, learn some, like, metal stuff. And that lasted for, like, a little while. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's funny, man. Like, I, like, we talked about this before a little bit. Like, there's a certain facility that, like, like, thank like, God, it just doesn't leave, it's like riding a bike to a certain extent, so it's like, mm. so it, it feels like, um, now it's like, like, I really like the paint, and I really like, I like writing music, and, you know, the f- the technical things, like, it's really liberating, I just don't care so much anymore, But like, right. if it's something that I want to nail, like, then I'll I'll tweak it, and I'll work on it a bit, but, yeah do not, not practice anymore. so cool <laughs> so <Crazy>. cool man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah well I feel like there's a, a chops underneath like chops that has something to do with the ears totally you know 100
1: yeah. and like it's like once you have something that you want to say or there's ears or it's like the, the core is more important yeah it just sort of blossoms out from there everything else yeah. kind of and then you're like if you can't do it maybe you go oh okay well then you yeah, can work, and work on the on technical, yeah.
0: specific technical difficulty.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. not like you're, you're shooting in the dark randomly to get better as a guitar player, like, specifically, like, a yeah. problem arises, and you address it.
0: Yeah, that's a bit of a, a dragon to chase, isn't it? Uh, technique or chops. Oh, like, yeah, I mean, I
1: don't know what to practice. So I sit down, like, well, what should I do? Like, usually I just play, and then, like, something happens, mm. you know? That's cool.
0: So, are you gonna perform with this uh, yeah this music um, uh,
1: anytime soon? October twenty first. Um, a little shout out playing at a place called Gerard Art uh, Space, uh, Gerard in Coxwell. It's a little art gallery that um, the re- label that I'm releasing the album on, um, Eastside Confectionary Records. We do a showcase there for like all the all the releases. Mainly we do it this place. They're great. Um, it's licensed, mm-hmm. and uh, we've built up like a little bit of a, like a built in fan base people come to check out what, what albums we're releasing and um, yeah and I'm gonna have a uh, full band like it's gonna be this rotation on the album which is flute bass two guitars lap steel that's gonna be there right was there trumpet too? There is trumpet. Yeah, and uh, Doty is gonna play. Ian Doty. He's playing the guitar. He's pulling out the trumpet. For like ah, the trumpet. Yeah. our Literally. friend Ian. He teaches yeah.
0: school music, right? So yeah. Is that where he got band. his trumpet together? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> that's awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think he can play like all the band instruments now. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. He's got a great ears. So. It's great. Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: Nice to come out here to the East End. There's lots well, of stuff going on. Oh my yeah.
1: gosh. I See acoustros cool. sometimes, right? Play. Yeah. Totally. Yeah.
0: Yeah, is that sort of your hang? Do you ever perform there?
1: Yeah, I perform there. I think I'm playing there in, in a couple of weeks, actually. The 14th of October, I'm playing with a songwriter, backing him up on guitar. Nice. Yeah, it's a great hang. Good music there every day.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah. And good uh, burritos, too. I
1: like the burritos. Yeah, I like the burritos. I like the nachos. And uh, last night, the guy, the chef made venison, just like on a whim. So if I had like this curry venison. It's really good.
0: Nice. I, got, I had some venison recently. I uh, was out playing in Maynooth, Ontario, just about oh, halfway yeah. to Ottawa, I think. Okay. Uh, and and uh, one of the places we were staying at, uh, their son uh, witnessed a car hitting a a deer. Oh. You know, and so everyone was okay. Yeah. The deer was dead, and he's like, "Hey, do you guys want this?" Yeah. And they're like. No, we'll what, take what are we take it. So he strapped it on his car and brought it home and did everything himself. They took it out to a butcher and uh, we had delicious venison. Oh wow, it was great. Uh, that's awesome. it was great. that's yeah. <laughs> great. <Yeah. laughs> that's great. Cool man. So uh, let's hear one more tune. What we're gonna play something off your album, right? Yeah,
1: we're gonna play um, the Dark Tower, which is that's the, the book series title. Uh, I think there's seven books, and uh, it's a very Dark Towerish song. I hope the listeners agree. Yeah, it goes a lot of places. It goes a sitting, lot yeah. of places. Yeah, but it's deceptive. I mean, I think I got the chart somewhere around here. This might actually be half of it. No, I took okay. it. But there's like just slightly non-diatonic notes. Like it's like It's got a very diatonic frame, but then all the chord functions kind of twist around, and the melodies like really chromatically move around those those little adjustments. But yeah, it does. It flies all over the place. This right. Weird. It keeps it cues up resolutions like you know you feel like you're gonna go to like the the minor, but then instead it goes like up, it resolves like up a tone and like
0: right. weird shit like that. Yeah. So do you think your fan non-jazz people that are non-jazz fans? Do you think they would ever be thrown by
1: anything like that? No, um, I, I think people their their ears just like the ears like super forgiving, and as long as like the song has something to offer. Um, melodically, thematically, storytelling-wise, you said like I don't think people really care. Mm. Like, uh, you yeah, maybe it's not for everybody. Right.
0: But well, I think it's someone like uh, I think there's a lot of dissonance in popular music right now, and sure. it, any sort of musician says, "Oh, pop music is just all." or whatever I'm like well you should listen to a St. Vincent record because yeah, she's this stuff is weird yeah. and everybody loves it yeah. so you know I, I really I think we don't give fans enough credit really yeah I
1: think you're right yeah, yeah. Because I've learned a lot from, from pop music and the production they use so much space it's amazing yeah you know like, it's a good like I can't think of like an example or not, but like space with like a nice like electronic drum kit working and like yeah. a
0: very vocal part well there's barely any drums sometimes in some yeah. of the songs that seem popular right now like yeah. I was listening to The Weekend, I think and yeah. it was just like occasional sort of <laughs> and then like all this other stuff creating the rhythm you know nice yeah, yeah. yeah. interesting it is interesting yeah okay so here's the, the dark tower the dark tower yeah yeah and uh, well I guess before we go uh, where can people find you
1: oh um, uh, online uh, yeah online I, mean, I have uh, the Andrew Barker Andrew James Barker slash Lake Vernon Drowning that's on Facebook and then my Instagram is museart Um, I think uh, there's a band camp Andrew James Barker at Bandcamp. yeah cool
0: yeah alright thanks man thanks Nathan yeah alright yeah, yeah it's a pleasure pleasure man so enjoy this tune, and uh, thanks for listening.
1: See you. Right, see you later.